Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Hi, you guys, and welcome to this episode of House of Kim. Happy Friday. Yeah. Uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I swear. We're supposed to be saying happy Wednesday. Yeah, but I mean, we had so much press. No excuses. It's okay. No, no excuses. Yeah. But we had a lot of press in New York. We had like very early six o'clock AM yep. mornings yep. and very late nights. Andy Cohen watched what happens live. We didn't get home till like midnight. And then we had to get up and Anyway, so we had like three really busy days that we're going to talk about in New York. Thank you so much for everybody that watched Don't Be Tardy. There is a new episode tonight. So now it will be airing every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. Um, taking over your Friday nights. Well, taking over your Friday nights. Don't Be Tardy on Bravo is officially taking over on Friday nights. Our ratings were amazing. Thank you, guys. I'm so happy. Bravo's so happy. We're all so excited. We sure are. Um, really pumped and stoked and grateful. So, anyways, if you didn't watch, you're missing out. And if you did, yeah. thank you. And if you didn't, you should. And if you did, put it spread in your the DVR. And re- I put a reminder yeah. in my phone too, just so I never forget myself because Fridays can be uh, hectic. Can. But you know, record it and then watch it Sunday night in your PJs. Not Sunday night or Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon. Saturday morning. Or Saturday, you have to watch whatever. it within 24 yeah. hours for it. You to might count. be a little. Most people, you know, have too much fun Friday night. Baby, you have to watch it within 24 hours for it to count. No. Yes, you do. I think they have plus threes and stuff. No, they don't. No? Nope. Those don't matter. Oh. Anyways, you guys, don't listen to Crow about (laughs) Sunday. Scratch that. Watch Um, it as soon as you can. Anyways, so we did Andy Cohen, and he looks so happy. Um, This is the first. I mean, he's only been a dad for two weeks, and it was his first show back, which was really cool. Um, He looks really happy. Definitely has like almost like a – he seems very calm. Looks like a dad. He looks happens. like a dad. Yeah, looks like a dad, feels like a dad. has got the energy of a dad. Yeah, he's definitely got the energy of a dad. Yeah. Um, and we did it at 10 o'clock versus 11, so it's like dad hours now. Yeah. Well, that was just that one night, I guess, yeah. um, just to kind of get acclimated and back to work. So he was really happy. Um, yeah, so that was really, really fun. It was really good to see him. I had a great time on the show. Got up early Monday morning and went and did Wendy Williams. Of course, she wasn't there. She has people filling in for her. But anyways, we had a great time on the show. Everybody was freaking out over my Sergio Hudson dress, the leopard dress I wore. Yeah. It was you gifted to it. me by my girlfriend Miko Grimes for my mm-hmm. birthday. Mm-hmm. She loved uh loves me very much. Shout out to Miko and Brent. Yeah, Miko and Brent Grimes, good peeps. Actually, she has her own podcast as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You guys should check out. A couple out. of them, I think a sports yeah. one and a, and like a fun And she has like one. something to do with radio she just got offered I was reading. Oh. Yeah, I just yeah. Anyways, for her. they're really good people. Yeah. Um, so that was that. And then we went to the casino, lost, had some fun, got home, 
and had to get up super early for press day on Tuesday. And we did like People Magazine Extra, E! News, or Daily Pop, I guess Daily is what Pop. we did. Um, and I want to tell you guys this funny story because you know I hate elevators with a passion. And every year when we have press tours, they're jam-packed with, you know, locations. We go from location to location and we do it all within like a 12-hour span. And they know that I like to get home rather than most people would spend the night because they're just exhausted. We take the last flight out of New York to get home to our babies. Anyways, before I even get to New York, my first question, and they know it, is how many of these locations have elevators? How many do I have that I have to take? Right. So 30 Rockefeller. I don't know why I'm f***ing out of breath. (sighs) <sighs> Let me breathe. Take a sigh. Do you have a bunch of stuff lying around the house that you just don't use? You know, the kind of thing, a kid's baseball glove that no longer fits, a pair of jeans that was only worn once. I mean, who doesn't have an old phone hiding in a drawer somewhere? Let me tell you about an app you can use to sell this stuff. It's called Macari. Macari is this selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. It couldn't be simpler. You take a few pics of your stuff, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. Then, once it's sold, Macari emails you a shipping label, and you just stick it on and send it off. No meetups and no hassles. The app has over 300,000 reviews on the App Store with an average of 4.8 star rating. So why not give it a try? What are you waiting for? I know you've got stuff you don't use. Sell it, ship it, and get paid with Macari. You can find Macari on the App Store or at Macari.com. M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Macari, the selling app. So don't let that stuff you don't use go to waste. Sell it, ship it, and get paid with Macari. Again, you guys, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. 30 Rockefeller is, you know, has a lot of stuff. Jimmy Fallon's in there. E. I mean, there's a ton of stuff in this building. So it's very high security and they're not fans of letting you take the stairs. So I do know that mentally I have to prepare myself to take the fucking elevator. I just, you know, between having the cat scan at the hospital the week prior, I just am kind of like over that feeling of claustrophobia. I can usually mentally prepare myself and give myself enough time to do this. And I thought I was okay. Well, the elevator opens. Now, mind you, I don't like my elevator full either. Okay. So I will tell people, nope, skirt, back up, get out, not coming in or Croy will or whoever my glam squad will. So I tell my glam squad because my hairdresser got stuck in the elevator at the hotel we were staying at. She calls me and says, I'm stuck in the elevator. And I'm like, Nikki, shut the hell up. She's like, no, I'm stuck. The lights are off. Nothing's working. It's not moving. And I'm like, oh my, she's like trying to hit the buttons and I can hear her like pressing the button like a mad woman. And so Croy steps out of our room, goes to the elevator and hits like the send button for the elevator. And it comes down and actually opens up on our floor, which was the floor she was going to obviously anyway. So she got out. But my point is, is that Nikki got stuck. So I think I was already. I don't think she was actually stuck though. Cause what that. She said all itself, the lights were off. You could hear her pressing buttons and it wasn't moving. So it's, what do you call that? The doors won't open. What do you she call that? She might have blacked out and that's why the lights quote unquote went off. And that she elevator. She might have blacked out. That, yeah, like, She's like a she, grown ass woman. No, it starts to like panic, you know, like the wall, like your vision starts to close in, you know, but no, that elevator. I was on the phone with her. She was totally calm. Not like elevator, me. I would have been like, bah! That elevator out. requires you to use a key to eat to go she had a to key. go anywhere. But if you don't hold it in the right spot, or it gets quote you know gets deactivated, it doesn't sometimes. just close and you sit there. It does. If she would have hit open, it would have ding. She opened. She kept no, hitting open. She tried open. to get to a floor. No, she hit because when I called, Croy it, it thinks came he has right all up. the answers, and I've been trying to teach Croy <laughs> that like you're not always right. She, there was I a panic in gonna... her voice. She was hitting the open button because Croy had said tell her to hit the open button when right. you were in the room. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, she wasn't moving. I know that. She wasn't moving. Yeah. So, and it made me even more anxious. So, anyways, but I got her out. I get to 30 Rockefeller. Welcome, I'm about to shit my pants because I'm just so anxious about it. 
and I get in front of the other, I got to sign in. The ladies like take a picture. I mean, it's very serious security over there. And I get to the elevator. It opens, uh, my, my girl, Tony from Bravo, who deals with all of the press stuff, gets in the elevator. Like she's holding it, waiting for me. Another gentleman gets in. No, you step in. First you no. step in and then you step out. No, there were, oh, there was already somebody in there. I thought no, Tony was already no, in there. Was, was, Tony went in. Tony, then, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Tony's Tony in, in. There's another random no, no, guy. Uh-uh, no, no random guy. Just Tony is in there and she's ready to let you in. So you walk in and you're like, I, you know, like, oh, hold on, hold on. We, I, I, and then you step back out and you're waiting and you're kind of staring at it. You're like, okay, I just, I got to get my mind right. So then Tony walks off with you, but then at the same time, Tony walks off. Anyways, he's interrupting gentleman. my story. So it's, he's being very rude. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. The random gentleman. I steps walked in. into the elevator regardless. I could the there's another time. guy in the corner. For the second time. I, no, 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 not the second time. I'm talking about the first time when I walk in, all of a sudden I'm just like, can't do it. I walked the right the f- off. Okay. Right. But while I walk in, I'm holding the door like <laughs> ain't closing because I don't think I'm ready for this. So I get off. Tony's like, it's okay. You know, just come on, Kim. And this random gentleman, about 6'4 or so, gets on. He's like, come on, come on. I do this for a living. Just hop on. It's going to be okay. I promise you it's going to be okay. Yeah, he's like, I, I do elevators. I do them every day. I, I, I do elevators. I do we, elevators we do every this. day. We can do this. I promise. The nicest guy, yeah. the most incredible energy ever, right? So... I get on and I'm like, well, between him and Croy, like, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. If something happens, these two can definitely, Figure you know, help me out. So Croy's like, well, what you? so they're trying to talk, right? So I have to talk and think about other things so that I'm not totally freaked out. This guy totally calmed me down. And Croy's like, so what do you do for a living? And he's like, oh, I'm the Jimmy Fallon showrunner. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's not no big deal. Yeah, no big Jimmy deal. I'm like the biggest guy in the building, but cool. <laughs> the nicest guy, the most incredible energy. Then... And I see, he said, you know, why don't you just take the stairs? And I said, they won't let me. He's like, I'm going to have to talk to somebody about that. That's not right. And he said, you know, you should be able to take the stairs. And um, I said, I've done Jimmy Fallon before. And he's like, oh, you have? And he's like, you should do it again. And so he was kind of talking to me. So the elevator stops at four, which I hate when we have to stop. The elevator doors have to open. It's like torture to me because then I have, they have to reclose. And it's just a <laughs> whole thing. So Corey's like, it's going to stop at four, honey. And I'm like, mother. Are you kidding me? So the guy keeps talking, which is good. Well, he ends up getting off at my floor, Jimmy Fallon. And we're like, oh, and he's like, yeah, I use, I said, how long have you worked for Jimmy Fallon? He's like, oh, you know, since November, October, November. He's like, I'm the executive producer of the Olympics. I'm like, oh my God. How about that? Like, could you imagine juggling that? No, I can't. Like, no. but listen to me. My, this is what I'm going to say to you guys. The energy of very successful people is far different than the fucks that write shit on Instagram. Oh my God. His energy was incredible. Like, you know, I've met very few people with this energy. It was jolly, happy, content. I don't know. And then when he was walking to Jimmy Fallon, my stop was right before Jimmy Fallon. I was going to E. So he's like, you're going right here. And everybody as he's walking is like, hey, you know, whatever his name is. Hey, what's up? Hey, good morning. Blah, blah. Everybody's like so happy to see him. And I mean, just incredible energy. I said to Corey, you see the energy of successful people? It was so obvious that he was a happy person. And then when I, when he, when he said that he had these, you know, big positions on, in television, it was even more obvious that he would be that successful just based off of right. his energy. And I was just like, thank you so much. So my angels put this man in place of everybody and everything right. so that I could actually get on the elevator. Well, there, there was, there was, there was a, like you said, there was a calmness to him and kind of an, an almost kind of methodical approach to the thing like like you would have to have that i can handle anything whatever comes my way 
There's a, there's that's a the kind of energy he has. I'm like high, right. strong as f- yeah. Like I'm like wound so tight, you know, right. and like high, strong, like I can't get on the elevator. His energy was like, come on. Yeah. It's no big deal. But to override my severe fear of elevators and cloth, it's, it's not the elevator that I'm totally concerned about. It's more about being enclosed in a space and not being able to get out. So that applies to a lot of things like a tanning bed back in my day, or it used to be airplanes until I, I mean, I fly every week. So it's like, I just got kind of got over that, but I do and did get very claustrophobic on the flight home from New York which usually doesn't happen. I had to take an emergency Xanax because right. I was like, Croy, I can't do this. But the fucking pilot steps out of his little cockpit and says, uh, everybody, we will not be doing carts or food service because it's going to be a very bumpy ride home. And I'm like, who fucking says that? Well, you'd rather him not tell you? Yes. Really? Don't tell me shit. You would rather be not told. No, bro, because when it starts to fucking go crazy anyway, I'm not an idiot. I know we're going to experience some turbulence. And then <laughs> you know, they can pop on and say, know, right. it's going to be a little rough for right. 10 minutes. Buckle your seatbelts. Yeah. Not fucking. And then the right. flight home was not even a quarter of what it this guy yeah. said it was going to be. Right now. So I literally was like, Croy, get up and get a Xanax yeah. right now. Get my emergency Xanax. You know, the one that I have in my makeup bag in case an <laughs> elevator gets stuck. Croy's like, I can't, I can't get up. I'm like, Croy, okay, fine. I'm going to talk myself off a ledge. We're on the tarmac for about an hour. And we're, I'm like, Croy, just, just get up and get it. He's like, Kim. I'm like, Croy, get up and get it. And all he had to do, and what he did was pop the fucking cap, the little, what do you call it? Like overhead compartment. Yeah, I could just reach up and He pop just it. reached up, popped it, and pulled the bag down without even undoing his seatbelt. <laughs> so anyways, I took a Xanax and made it home somehow. But I was so impressed with you, though. You lasted for a long time. You, you got your... I have a very strong mind, thank God. And and if I didn't, I don't know how I would have been this far in life because I've been severely tested at points. But my heart just started like going out of control. I don't know if it was the antibiotics that I've been on, all the medicines that I've had in the last, you know, three weeks. I would definitely say that you're you're kind of out of your routine or you're just you're definitely uh, you're not on your normal tracks, per se. You've, You've had a lot of bumps in your in your road the past few weeks so i think that probably attributes to kind of some things where you I'm kind of feel over it. i feel very yeah like i was very discombobulated almost right. a little bit you know like it's not it's not necessarily the claustrophobia or or any of that it's just kind of like like what has this week been what has these two weeks been like is this me and you know like you got to get back into i had a massage your energy you last know? night and i haven't had a massage with my makeup artist um i mean i'm sorry i haven't had a massage with my massage therapist makeup my makeup artist, artist just texted me <laughs> Um, you know, she was trying to kind of massage my incision and I was just like so anxious about it. And I think this whole infection and treatments and antibiotics and lack of sleep and fevers and just has really, I'm just like on edge. It's got you, I edge. feel like it's got you a little bit disconnected almost like, yeah, 100% like you need to get regrounded into yeah. your, into your body and, and, and into your energy. I, I do feel like yeah. that. I was going to sage the house today too, yeah. and I haven't done that. It's been a little bit of a crazy morning, but um, take some time, maybe do a meditation session or something. Oh yeah, because I can do that. Like I can't yeah. even fucking yeah. pee for two minutes well, and not, you know what I mean? The kids are always. You gotta, is it worth it? If it's worth it, you find the time. You know, like is well, this I gonna... think Brielle told me about an app that would help me meditate. There's a couple of them out there. Yeah, Calm, so I think is one. I need to try it. Yeah, but like I feel like I'm too. I need to calm down and just general. You know, anyways, we'll get you back. So tonight, don't forget, you guys, don't be tardy. 9 p.m. (laughs) Let's just forget about the anxiety that I'm experiencing. It's a really good episode tonight. Uh, Really funny. Um, 
And I will be doing a live immediately afterwards, you guys, um, which will be really exciting. And I'll be giving away a couple of our Cab Cosmetic kits, which we have sold out of so many. Um, And also, I'll be talking to you about Jifu, which is this new... Jifu. Jifu. There you go. I call it Jifu, but whatever. I can just say it however I want. Yeah. You guys know we travel all the time. And I've used travel agents in the past. Sometimes I'll just search these other websites to try to find cheaper prices, which never really works. So there's this new website that we found that um, is really awesome. You can become a you become a member. You have to become a member to join. It's like a hundred dollars, yeah, like I Netflix think. or like Costco. Yeah, it's like, like you hundred dollars to fee. join, and then it's like thirty dollars a month to join. But I just want to give you guys an idea. We have to go to Miami next week, and one of the hotels that we stay at never has a discount ever anyways. And we saved even just $189. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, like Disney World, when we were looking for Disney World, there were, it was like $489 a night mm-hmm. you would save. So, And you can go to Thailand for $60. Like, like total of like five grand saved. No, it was absolutely for like insane. A week long this stay. website... It's J.I. Uh, anyways, I'm, you guys are going to be able to swipe up on my story. You have to be, you have to know somebody to get into the website. Haha, uh-huh, thank me later. Um, I will post the link in my bio on Instagram for you guys that want to check it out. And when you do click the link, you go to learn more and then you can um, look at the memberships and kind of go from there. But anyways, we'll talk about that in a bit. Ever finish a workout feeling sore? Too exhausted to function? Ready to collapse on the couch with six hours on Netflix and turn your ringer off? That's not the point of working out, but it's often the result. Not with Pevolve. Pevolve is a completely science-backed method that will help you achieve the beautiful natural muscle tone you're looking for and feel your best while doing it. Pevolve is the opposite of grueling, high-impact, painful workouts. Stream workouts ranging from 15 to 60 minutes with new classes each week on the Pevolve app or online. Shape calls Pevolve the burn-so-good workout that Victoria's Secret angels swear by. Download the app, watch tutorials, and see dozens of before-and-after pictures, and then try Pevolve for free for one month. Plus, get 50% off the premium Pevolve equipment kit at pevolve.com slash Kim Z. This is the best deal they've had anywhere. Get a free trial for one month and 50% off the premium Pevolve equipment kit at pevolve.com slash Kim Z. Pevolve.com slash Kim Z. We'll be right back with House of Kim. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Celebrity Big Brother is back, and we've got recaps of every single episode here on Rob as a Podcast. So whether you watch for the epic blindsides or for the insanity, like Ricky Williams giving a colon massage to a constipated Cato Kalin, yes, that happened. Check out our Celebrity Big Brother coverage on Rob as a Podcast on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, or the Podcast One app. And now back to House of Kin. Moving right along... Should we jump into our positive segment? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. Okay, you guys, start clean each day. This is our positive segment. Our time here, as you know, on Earth is just so very short. And what a shame it would be to allow something that happened in the past, whether it was 20 years ago or 20 minutes ago, to ruin the rest of your day. I've made up my mind to do my best every single day and enjoy every single day. I may make mistakes. Things may not go my way. I may be disappointed at times, but I've made a decision. I'm going to live my life happy anyways. I'm not going to allow what does or doesn't happen to me steal my joy and keep me from God's or the universe's abundant life. The reason why, you guys, I get asked this on my Instagram a lot, I refer to the universe or God or whatever, whatever your belief is. 
is your belief. That's why I use multiple different higher powers. Right. Um, yeah, I mean spirit, but ultimately, if you break, even even when people think of like science and, and all that, like if you break things down to the basic molecules of things, it's energy. Everything has energy, no matter what. If it's just sitting there, it still has energy, potential, kinetic. You know, all if you want to look at it from a science point. Speaking a whole other I know, language. but. There's everything has energy, positive, right. negative. So tap into the right energy. Right. I personally believe in God. I also believe in, um, you know, that I have angels that protect me. I, I believe in, I'm very spiritual. So that's to answer all of your questions. But the reason why I do refer to, I mean, whoever it is that you pray to and believe in to each his own, you know, I don't. Yes decipher for you. But anyways, that's why I refer to maybe God or the universe or what have you. Sometimes we allow something that happens early in the morning to disrupt our day. Say you got stuck in traffic jam, causing you to be an hour late for work, which throws off your schedule a bit. But what can you do about it? You can either let that inconvenience frustrate you and ruin the rest of your day, or you can let it go and just be happy anyway. After all, you cannot do anything about it anyways. No matter how upset you get, you cannot undo it. You might as well enjoy the day knowing that the God, that God is still in control. Or maybe somebody offends you at 10 o'clock in the morning. They're rude to you, and now it's 1030. Your attitude should be, I'm moving on. I'm not holding on to that offense. That's over and done with. I'm not going to let it sour the rest of my day. No, I'm traveling light. I'm not going to carry any extra burdens. I'm going to keep my heart pure, and I'm going to live happily. Maybe at 1 o'clock, you find out that you didn't get that big sales contract you worked so hard on. Now it's 2 o'clock. Your attitude should be, that's not going to ruin the rest of my day. Yes, I'm disappointed. Yes, I would have loved to have had it. But I know complaining isn't going to change anything. I'm going to keep a smile on my face and remain in an attitude of faith. I know that God has something better in store. When you get up in the morning, you may recall all the mistakes you made yesterday. You can probably list a complete inventory of everything you did wrong, the time you blew it, when you had a bad attitude, or when you were undisciplined. Well, I should have read my Bible more yesterday. I really didn't pray enough. I wanted to clean the house, but I didn't. I watched TV instead. I don't know why I'm so undisciplined. No, 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 no. Don't start your day off like that. Get up in the morning and say, I thank you that this is going to be a great day. I thank you that I have discipline, self-control, that I make good decisions. I may not have done what I have, what I could have done yesterday, but that's gone. I'm going to get up and do better today. If you blew your diet yesterday, quit thinking about it. Scratch it. Be done. That day is over. Get up and do better today. If you heap guilt on yourself, you'll make excuses. You'll go out and you'll eat 14 gallons of ice cream instead today. Let it go. Maybe you were short-tempered with one of your employees last week. Let it go and do better this week. Maybe you spent too much money last week. Let it go and do better this week. Any morning you get up feeling guilty about yesterday, if you fail to correct it right then and there, that day is going to be ruined as well. You'll drag around depressed and defeated. Don't fall into this trap, you guys. Instead, get up every morning and receive God, the universe's love, and mercy. When you make mistakes, don't beat yourself up over them. Nobody is perfect. You simply need to ask God, again, the universe, whoever you believe in, for forgiveness, and then move on. Confident that the moment you ask, God forgives you. God does not want you to mope around defeated. He wants you to get up and move on. Not only does he forgive you, but he chooses not to remember your mistakes. If somebody keeps bringing up negative incidences from your past, you know that that's not God. You may have done something you're not proud of, but when you ask God to forgive you, he washed those things away. Furthermore, he doesn't even keep a record of it. He's not going to flip back through his files one day and say, oh, wait a minute, I found something on your record back here in 2005 and I cannot bless you. No, as far as God is concerned, you don't have a past. It's forgiven and gone. You are ready for a great present and a bright future. Let go of the past. The question is, will you let it go? Will you quit remembering what God has chosen to forgot? I mean, at the end of the day, how often does it happen that like, especially here in Atlanta, you get stuck in traffic and then you get to work and you're pissed off and you had this whole day planned out and now you're late for your lunch. And it's kind of like a domino effect. I think I've really done a great job of letting things like that go because I used to be 
I'd get so irritated if like my hair didn't turn out right. I used to be like in my early twenties or my mascara wasn't right in my teenage years. I'd be so pissed. It took me like 30 minutes to put my mascara on in like my teenage years. I'd comb them. I'd apply more. I'd go like, and now Ariana does that, which kind of cracks me up, but I would just get so bent out of shape. If like my coffee didn't taste great, it would just fuck up my whole day. It just things like that. And I think now, and I don't know if it's being 40, I feel like it's kind of with kids, you can never really predict your day. Right. Um, I've really let that stuff go. And I'll tell you what, you guys, in real life, like I, my days are way more enjoyable. I remember doing press days and I would dread doing press days. I always felt grateful, but it was like exhausting and tiring to, to be interviewed by people, de- you know, hour after hour by different people and, and, the last couple of years, I've really looked forward to doing them and they've been really enjoyable. We had a great lunch. The weather was great in New York. It was a little chilly, but um, I just think with age, you know, you kind of let the small things go. Those are very small things in the scheme of things. You know, people will say it's a domino effect. So you get stuck in traffic. Then you're now late at your, for your lunch. Then your boss says something to you that pisses you off. You come home, you yell at your kids, you kick your dog. You know, it's like a, it's just like a domino effect. Right. So you have to be able to catch your behavior. And realize that you're very frustrated over this or somebody's upset you. Uh, you have to be aware of yeah, your behavior. Yeah, 100%. And, and to me, it's it's all about perspective. You can look at things from any way or any kind of perspective. If you if something bad happens or you make a mistake, we're, you know, we, we're all, I think sometimes we, held our, we hold ourselves too high. And we, we're like, oh, I got to be perfect. And in order to be successful, I can't make any mistakes. And, and if I do, it's just going to knock everything off track. And no, I mean, we're, we're all going to make mistakes. Have a short memory with those mistakes. Don't let those, you know, control your emotions for your future actions and for your future thoughts, you know, remove those. But in the same breath too, that does not let you or doesn't allow you just to be out there doing whatever you want either. And it's a short memory of the past and a very long, happy, outlook on the future that's that's where your energy and your focus needs to shift is is get it out of the past you know let go of those things you can't change them nothing can be done about it i definitely am a scorekeeper (laughs) i remember everything that's that's irritated me well um and so i definitely i think it's i think i look at it as triggers things that will make me feel a certain way uh and then i'm like oh that's when that said that to me right. or you know it's like a trigger or something yeah. like that makes me feel a certain way and, and triggers are something that you have to practice at to mastering go. you gotta let those you gotta go. practice at mastering and being aware that it's a trigger um so but i am i'm a taurus y'all i keep score yeah so i may forgive you but i've not forgotten well that's where that's maybe where you need to work on is, is you I'm gotta okay just forget it. right now i'm okay because with it. if you pull from those emotions that irritate you or it's cause inevitable you pain or, to be or, to be triggered by things and i think with it doesn't time, have to be i don't feel like well with time you know it's it's a matter of learning those triggers uh-huh. or and remembering those those feelings and i think that sometimes you can't decipher like oh you know what go your, you know i'll be popping off at the mouth but is it a trigger or is it something you know it's just right you gotta it's it's a process every day is is i feel like a day of learning about yourself what works for you what makes you happy what doesn't you know and but i definitely am a scorekeeper and i have a little like memory it's amazing i can't remember what the hell i did yesterday but i sure as can remember who fucked me over last year or even a month ago but you, you got I, in my opinion i think you Good. gotta let that go cool Croy. let go of that Croy really pissed me off once it's okay and uh that's probably won't be the last time either well you don't really piss me off very often <laughs> uh people are like do you and croy ever argue and it's like not really we only argue over kind of like food i'm like 
KJ can have a cookie. He's like, no, he can't, Kim. And I grew up kind of having desserts af- uh, after dinner, and Croy didn't. His mom did Weight Watchers. So I well, always had dessert, and I didn't feel like I had, I had, I had, I had eaten sweets dinner. sweets and treats and, and things like that. It wasn't that I didn't, but it wasn't uh, – I don't know. Yeah, just a different – Every night we had like a brownie or a cookie or something, and I never felt like I've, I ate dinner unless I had something sweet. But it was always in moderation. My mom gave me one brownie and a glass of milk or something. Uh, Same thing with my chiropractor. who's also Italian and grew up north. So maybe – grew up up north. So maybe it's like a northern – I don't know. But, but regard, Yeah. And we're both the same size that we kind of were, you know, when we were younger. So I think there's something said to be said for that. But anyhow, the only thing we kind of argue about is like, babe, let's get pizza again tonight. He's like, are you kidding me? We had it four nights in a row. <laughs> but um, anyways, Corey pissed me off. Like, I don't know. It just made me very mad one day. And I remember it. So oh, that's good. Yeah, I do. That's I do not remember. good, but that's well, good. Well, you know that I remember me. it. <laughs> um, you know that I remember it. And it, it was, so anyways, it pissed me off. And I'm just, so now it's like, if he even breathes wrong, I'm like, <clears throat> and I go right back to when he pissed me off a year ago. Oh, it's God. kind of funny. But anyhow, um, we're all a work in progress. But I definitely feel like I've mastered not letting maybe my zipper break on my dress ruin my whole day. Or, you know, I always bring a backup dress now. And, you know, just things like that. I think it, you have to master having a um, positive attitude and not letting people get to you. You know, my massage therapist last night, KJ has been going through some things at school. And, and my massage therapist and him were talking. And Anne is her name. She went up to KJ on his shoulder and she kept tapping him, tapping him, tapping him, tapping him. She's like, is this a annoying to you kj if i keep doing this and and kj's like stop and she's like see i got a reaction from you you know like it's annoying to you right so i just keep doing it and i keep doing it instead of saying and would you just please stop doing that you know she's like i just kept poking harder and harder at him and they were doing all these kind of games last night testing kj and kind of almost his mental strength uh. and kj was really pretty good at um i guess they call him like he's a baby because he doesn't play football oh and yeah, that's what he says. And his, you know, you played football, and why don't you play football, KJ? And you're a baby like, because organized, of organized football because they yeah. play it on the playground. Yeah, right. right yeah, but organized yeah. football, like, why, yeah. yeah. And so you're just a baby or a pussy, I guess they've called him as oh, well. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he told Ann. And wow. so KJ's like, you know what I tell them? You wish your dad played in the NFL. And when my dad didn't start playing until he was in middle school, and I might not start playing until I'm in high school, but I bet you I'll be in the NFL, and you won't be. And and Anne was like, I'm so proud of you, KJ. So, you know, also share kind of like your stories with your children. I feel like, like, KJ, you know what? This morning I got a call. It pissed me off, but I didn't let it, you know, ruin my day. If you share with your children some of the things that you really do go through and feel, you can teach them very young emotional intelligence, you know, almost, and how to kind of um, have the ability to deal with what comes at them. I think my parents did right. a very good job with that right. with me. Um, it takes time to teach your children, but right. I think my parents did a very good job giving me the tools that I needed to talk myself off a ledge on the airplane and not just demand that they open the door and let me off. Right. Well, and, and you're very fortunate, you know, and, and I'll use this example. If you stepped out onto the PGA tour with some, with some golf clubs and expected to, win that or even be in the top 100 you're crazy if you had no lessons like emotional intelligence and having the tools to deal with situations and to let things go and to move past takes practice it takes those 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 men and women that are on the pga tour they practice for hundreds of thousands of hours 
right. right? To be where they're at. If you want to be a, a master at your emotions and a master at your life, you have to put in the effort and time. You can't just walk around expecting things to go right if you have no idea what you're doing. Like you're, you're, you're going to be swinging into the rough the whole I do all the, feel every day. Like that certain people are gifted, you know. Sure, like, of course. You just, have just like the an ability, athlete is, right? Just you have the ability to, um, yeah. I mean, control your swing life. a cl- like Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think he was made to be Tom Brady. Right. I think that everybody that wants that thinks that they can be Tom Brady, I think you should shoot for the stars. Or for the stars but there's very few tom yeah. brady's but I, exactly right but i'm just i'm just saying that if you want to be an emotionally intelligent and strong and master of your own life Craft. it takes yep. practice you yep. have to put in the efforts you have to acquire the tools knowledge is power you know read the you know books that tell you how to think smarter and, and act better and control this emotion and and manifest this and do that like those are all tools that you can use when somebody comes and pisses in your Wheaties at, at 8 a.m. You can just say, whatever, bro. Like, you go do your thing. I'm doing me. I'm staying I here. I definitely feel like Housewives of Atlanta, the women <laughs> lack emotional intelligence. They're not practicing. Of course they do. If they're, if they're not reading but books and practicing. I just feel like, and- I don't even know if it's reading books and practicing. I just feel like, like, you should know. You just don't though. If nobody's ever taught you, you'll yeah. never know. That's my point for all the parents in the world. Spend the time to teach your children just simple things on how to cope with and deal with right. life in the future. Right. You know, teach them. Yes, practice makes perfect. I mean, my mom fucking said that to me. If I almost could have choked her out by the time <laughs> I was 12, practice makes perfect. Um, you know, and, and she was right though. Practice makes perfect. Like, but I always had this mentality of like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have my own show someday. I'm going to just walk out on stage and be great as a ballerina. I've always kind of thought that. And I think that my mom also instilled that, but also practice makes perfect. There's a fine line. I tell my kids like, you can do anything in this world that you want to be. You can be a Tom right. Brady. You can be, you know, whatever you want to be a supermodel Kaya, right. you know, but you know, Kaya, let's practice how you walk. You know, you have to take pictures for hours, Kaya, like when you're a model, you know, you, so the, my point is, is that as parents, it's our responsibility to teach our children and spend the time to communicate with them on all of these things. Right. Even something as simple as, you know what, I know we're stuck in traffic, KJ. I'm super irritated. KJ, if he's even thinks he's going to be late to school, he has to be to school at 7.50. We leave the house around 7.20. If it is 7.24, he is screaming, we're going to be late to school. I knew it. I knew I was going to be late today. He freaks out. He even tells people that we're late when we're never late. In fact, I think on Don't Be Tardy, or is it tonight? He's like, yeah, my mom was late for my first day of school. I believe it's tonight. Yeah. Rude. Not true. (laughs) Um, But anyways, he freaks out over, you know, time. And we're like, KJ, it's going to be okay. So if we get in any bit of traffic from from our house to the school, I told you we're going to be late. And it's like, KJ, if you keep saying that, we're going to be late. So I said, you know, angels clear the way. And miraculously, we always make it to school on time. Right. But I'm trying to teach him, like, relax. You're wound a little tight for seven, sweetie. Right. Well, the greatest of the great... Held a vision. You you speak of a vision. You speak of a goal. You speak of ultimately what you want. You want to be the win six Super Bowls. You want to run a, a Fortune five hundred company. You know the greatest of the great had that vision. And on their path, they didn't just get pushed in a wheelchair or get you know carried on a on a big chair and you know hey look at me on my way to my you know grand finale. No, they they acquired as much knowledge and as many tools as they possibly could that were going to help them get to their goal. So think of your life and a great life is your ultimate end goal. So start to acquire tools, start to 
you know, become emotionally intelligent is start to There's learn a book, how to um, emotional intelligence that I bought. I haven't read one of my girlfriends on Instagram posted about it. You can definitely read directly about emotional intelligence. Yeah. Like you can buy books on it and read yeah. about it. And I think us as parents, it's our responsibility to teach our kids that because I feel like a lot of people, adults that I am surrounded with lack that. Well, and I think the biggest thing is, is being active versus reactive. Take control of your actions by right. being active, actively choose how you're going to react to a situation instead of just reacting. Sometimes that's hard for it all you Italians, hard. you know, <laughs> people with some really, right. it's uh, in the blood, it's in the it's DNA, in the blood, baby. Yeah. I feel me, feel you. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it can be a little difficult. Um, I've been there, right? Um, but I think I'm working on it on, you know, not being as reactive. I definitely like to pop off at the mouth for sure. My mouth can sometimes be an issue, but I think that's what makes me so cute. So anyway, um, okay, you guys, our golden nugget is this. It's the golden nugget. You win. And I don't know if you guys as women know this, but Let's talk about cleaning our makeup brushes. Let's talk about the fact that I clean mine every single day that they're used, which my makeup artist thinks is absolutely ludicrous. But I want all clean brushes. I get like eyeshadow, right? So she does like a peachy orange eyeshadow today. Tomorrow she may do a pink one. So you obviously have to clean your eyeshadow brushes. But like my skin is clean and clear and great. And I want to keep it that way. I don't want any germs being applied to my skin and my face. So I clean my brushes every single day. Well, here's my question too. Does the application work better with a clean brush? Absolutely. Well, there you go too. So Absolutely. You, you, and I'm sometimes... not just talking a beauty blender, you guys. I'm talking your blush brush, your eyebrow brush, your eyeshadow brushes, your fount, whatever the hell it is yeah. you guys use. I clean all of my brushes every single night with Dawn dish soap, number one, right off the Getty app. Dawn it works soap. so good, so the fast, blue, so easy. The, the blue Dawn dish soap, it's the best. It's fast, it's easy, it's clean. I use warm water, if not hot. Um, I just, I clean them every night. It's super easy. And then while they're laying there, I have alcohol, rubbing alcohol, um, in a spray bottle, just a little spray bottle. And I spray just the tips of them with rubbing alcohol. I don't do that maybe every time because I want to dry the bristles out of my brushes, especially my ex- uh, expensive Japanese bristle brushes. But, um, I do it at least twice a week to just clean all the germs off of them. And then I only allow my makeup artist to use my makeup. She's not allowed to use any of her makeup. I have all of my own makeup in my salon and they use all of my makeup. They're not allowed to use any of theirs. And that's how I kind of keep infection and all that other stuff at bay. I'm definitely OCD and a clean freak. Um, Brielle is as well, which is funny. Ariana, I'm working on it. Uh, she doesn't clean her brushes as much as we do, but um, anyway, so that's a trick, you guys, a really cheap, inexpensive trick that works. And I feel like a lot of makeup artists should do that as well. I get people going from job to job, makeup artists that use their own brushes and their own makeup, which 99% of them do. They go from job to job and they're using like an, a cleaner in between. I feel like they should have a couple sets of brushes. Corey and I talked about this last week, a couple sets of brushes, and then you should definitely clean at least with rubbing alcohol. My old makeup artist, Marina, would her brushes were immaculate. Like it was unbelievable. Her entire kit was. That's really important. If you want to be a successful makeup artist, the very first thing that you should always have is clean brushes, a couple sets. Another thing is, is that all of your makeup up should be immaculate. And when you're done with a client, whether it's a bronzer, a highlighter, a blush, an eyeshadow, or a powder, 
spray it with rubbing alcohol, keep it open for 30 seconds, let it dry and use it on your next client. Don't ever go from client to client using the same stuff in order to be a successful makeup artist. We have gone through a few makeup artists just because they weren't clean. Yeah, attention to detail. So attention to detail, spend the time to go home every night and clean your brushes. Uh, I do my own brushes. I don't really let anybody else do them, including my makeup artist because I'm so anal. Um, But it takes 20 minutes, but I know that next morning my skin's going to be perfect. My makeup application is going to be perfect. So that's a little trick of the trade for you guys. Do it. And I put them all in solo cups, actually. That's how they all dry. I lay them out on a towel throughout the night, and then I, my makeup artist, I put them in a solo cup, and I bring them upstairs for her. So anyhow, okay, you guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of House of Kim. We will be back on track next week. Have a great, safe weekend. Enjoy Don't Be Tardy tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Love you guys. Ciao. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on podcastone.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. I want to give a big thank you to our sponsors for this episode of House of Kim. They are Pevolve. Get one free month trial and 50% premium Pevolve equipment at pevolve.com slash kimz. Mercari. Get paid with Mercari. You can find Mercari on the App Store at mercari.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.